Round one was over. <laughs> Parents won. Kids sipped. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing. That was all started by a mouse. Did we just become best friends? Yep. Gentlemen, start your engines. Such a madness around here. Hello, everyone, and welcome to DDP Today, a show that's a little about us, a lot about Disney, and fun for the whole family. It's April the 18th, 2023, and it's episode 291. And tonight I am joined by so many of my good friends, my brothers, my pals. It has taken a while, but it's here. We're all here, all five of us, to talk Disney tonight with you. And before we get started with an amazing topic, I want to go around the room and see how everyone's doing. I'm going to start with a buddy I just talked to earlier today, the one, the only, Mr. Joe Q. How are you, dude? I was doing good until uh, my team just got scored on again by Mike's team. So uh, 3 nothing Rangers, not too happy about that. However, I'm happy to be with all of you guys here on the show. It's been a long time since we've all been on, so that... I'm excited for tonight. I absolutely love it. Well, let's go to the bandwagoner of the group uh, wearing his Rangers hat down there. Uh, Mr. Dan, what's up, man? I didn't know wearing this hat was going to cause such controversy, but uh, yeah, it's it, it's been a week in our house. Um, losing a pet is something that's so terrible. Like, you know, it's it's really rough. We've had such a week. You know, we've, we've had that. I got to go see my granddaughter this weekend for her first birthday. My wife made me go buy a car for her today. Like I've done just about everything in the last seven days. It's been crazy, but uh, I am glad to be here with all, f- all four of you gentlemen. Uh, fantastic. Well, sorry about your loss, buddy. And uh, I'm also sorry that you had, we talked earlier this afternoon and uh, I knew the car purchase was definitely going to happen and, uh, and you were not going to win that battle. So um, congratulations wife. on the new car. Yeah. Happy wife, happy life. <laughs> well, let's go to someone who has uh, stayed by that mantra for a long time, uh, and that is the one, the only, Mike. How are you, dude? I'm good. I'm good. This is like the unicorn of shows, something you uh, you hear of, but you never see. All of us together. I'm, I'm really happy about that. Uh, it's been a while since we got the whole band together. Uh, I can't wait to talk Patreon tonight because I can't wait to pick Dave's brain. Um, he's back recently coming from London, and uh, obviously being a part of a lot of Disney Facebook groups, I'm in a lot of Star Wars stuff, you know, but a Facebook groups at that, and I was seeing a lot of live streaming stuff from where Dave was, besides Dave posting his stuff, so I can't, you know, me as a Star Wars geek, I can't wait to pick his brain and hear about it later. Uh, I was definitely kind of vicariously living through him the last couple of days, so uh, or the last week, so, so to speak, but I'm happy to be here with everybody tonight, and I'm happy to uh, watch my Rangers beat Joe's Devils tonight. Well, speaking of the uh, speaking of the guy himself, uh, of course, he had to head over to the pond, over to uh, Star Wars Celebration over there, and uh, he loves going there because he fits right in. His accent's the same as uh, as the Brits over there. Um, I think he just it's it's one and the same. Don't they actually say that you you sound American? Uh, sound you know That's at some not point? A thing. Stop it! Right? <laughs> no. Um, I didn't actually. Whoa! I didn't go anywhere. I just got. I just told you I was going somewhere because I heard Justin was going to be in Orlando, and I didn't want to have to like <laughs> feel feel obliged to catch up with him. And like, it was a great ruse. It really paid dividends. It did great. So thanks everybody for playing along. Man, that that's good great. green screen um, work, dude. You did really well. It was yeah, yeah. yeah it was a, a deep fake, so to speak. So um, no, it was uh, a crazy, crazy couple of. Oh, 
10 days or so since uh, that whole uh, journey started, but um, jumped across to London, um, part of an epic Star Wars celebration, um, and got to host one of the stages there, um, met some amazing people, got to have a whole lot of fun, um, some serious Star Wars nerding out happened, you are correct. Mike, um, it was a lot of fun. There was surprises. There was announcements. Um, highlight for me, they probably we did a panel. Um, Fifteen years of Clone Wars with all of the voice actors gathered together, which was really fun. Um, and then um, we played all sorts of games, and uh, and then I got to be part of the live stream that went around the world uh, to wrap it wrap it all up. So um, a whole lot of fun, and then. I traveled back. I landed at about, I think it was, by the time I got through customs and all of that, 6 p.m.-ish on um, on Tuesday. And then I went to work on Wednesday. And that was really fun, um, doing like 20,000 steps on jet lag. So that was good. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, you got a text <laughs> from me that just said, how tired are you right now? I mean, like, I think yeah. I responded very, probably. <laughs> very I with a picture. Yeah. And I was like, okay, yeah, he looks a little, uh, little rough. Yeah, today. yeah. I was, yeah. I was, I was digging deep to get through it but uh we did um and yeah back into the swing of things here on on the right time zone now so um yeah very exciting very cool well uh, i'm happy to have all of you here it's always fun when we have the whole band together and uh you know the one thing i always like to look at whenever we do shows is just kind of see you know every day is a holiday and i want to see what today's holiday was or what day celebration is and today april 18th 2023 is actually international jugglers day so here's my question to you guys okay um, I want to play a little game just real quick. I'm going to go around the table, and I want to hear how many of the hosts in your mind do you think can juggle? So there's five of us here. <laughs> how many of how many of us can juggle? And then at the end, we'll admit if we can juggle or not. Now, what is juggling? Juggling is you have to have juggling more things than you have hands. So you can actually juggle with just one hand, but it has to be at least two things. Um, juggling, you know, if you use both hands, it has to be at least three or more. So which of us can juggle? How many of us can juggle? Joe, how many on this uh, group, how many of the hosts do you think can juggle if you're thinking about us, thinking about personalities? I would say two. Two. I would say you and Dave. Okay. Mike? Muted. Same as, same as, uh, same as you. Uh, same as you, Joe, Dave, uh, and Justin. Dan? Well, uh, I'm going to say three then. Who? Who? Well, Dave, Justin. No, no, he doesn't have to. He's going <laughs> oh, he to say three, and I was well, going to say I was going to say three, uh, purely on my guess of like I was like, yeah, I reckon at least one other of those other three might be able to. Yeah, well, I was going to say two, but now I'm going to say three after listening no, to Dan. No, I knew three as <laughs> yeah, well. Yeah, so uh, uh, so if if we're going to table, uh, Dan, I'm guessing you can juggle. Am I right? Yeah, I, I think I learned in high school. It was part of our gym class. They taught us how to juggle. I don't know why that is, but but yeah, I, I I honestly, if you would have came to me first, I would have gone with all five of us. I figured we're all pretty, I don't know, hand-eye coordination. We could probably at least juggle two things with one hand, but I guess I was wrong. Uh, Dave? Uh, so um, I learned, I think in about grade 10, I learned to juggle. Um I'm pretty sure you and I have done it together somewhere. Um, and so I was like, I know Justin and I can both do it. Just three ball and like, um, and like two in one hand. 
Um, but uh, and in my head, I was like, "Yeah, maybe Dan can." I was going to guess three if you'd come to me without <laughs> without Dan's hint. So um, I, I'm very very happy that that worked out. Yeah, I didn't know inter- jugglers got an international day of recognition. International Jugglers Day, April 18th uh, every I don't year. Think they so, deserve uh, it, but yeah. okay, <laughs> makes it work out real well. So, um, Mike, I'm guessing that's a no for you. No, because the I want to say juggle, but I could throw a pizza pie in the air because I used to work at an Italian restaurant. Yeah, I used to do that. I worked in an Italian place. I was one of the, the pie guys used to call me. I used to make the pies. So I could throw the pie up in the he air and catch the pie. Guy. So yeah, so that's one with two hands. So that, that doesn't go into the <laughs> realm of no, juggling. Not, so I, yeah. I'm going to say no, I can't juggle. Joe? I, can't, I have like the worst. I'm like... I could play golf. That's about it. It's about all the hand-eye coordination I can get. I cannot juggle anything. Well, uh, so. I can't juggle, and I can tell you, Dave, where we juggled, and that was on the DDP cruise. Um, you and I with uh, golf balls up at the mini round or mini golf yes. course up there. So here's oh, I think there's like a video of that. There is. You should find that somewhere. Uh, so DDP <laughs> family, here's what I'm going to put out to you. If you can juggle, head over to the DDP page and let's see a video of you juggling. Uh, go over, join right now, DDP to, uh, today, Facebook family over there. After we, you know what, these always seem like good ideas to open an episode until I start listening to our responses. And then all I picture is people slowing it down to like half speed whenever uh, they listen to it. And we just sound like we're drunk, you know, as we're talking about, (laughs) I can juggle two in one hand. Have you ever done that? No, but I intentionally talk really fast just so that if that somebody does do that, then they think I'm going at normal speed and everybody else is drunk and I'm doing fine. So that's why I talk really fast when I talk into a microphone in case you're wondering. I love it. Well, uh, let's get into the topic tonight. Uh, something really fun. New segment we're bringing to the DDP today, um, and that is a walk down. And what is a walk down? Uh, it's going to be you joining us as we take a stroll or a walk down any particular street or path in Walt Disney World. And we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about what's there, talk about what's maybe you didn't know was there. We're going to talk about uh, the magic that some of the places will bring to your next Disney vacation. And that's uh, that's something that we really, I think a lot of people, whenever they think about Disney World, they think about just attractions or just the restaurants. But they don't think about the nooks and crannies of the places you might be able to go and experience and see as you take a walk down these places in Walt Disney World. You know, and as we started thinking about where should we start first, there is one street and one park at Walt Disney World that stuck out in all of our minds. And that is because whenever you enter this park, it immediately is one of the first things you see. And it has one of the best weenies of anywhere in Walt Disney World. And that is the Tower of Terror at the end of the street. And we are talking, of course, about Sunset Boulevard. Uh, Boys, this uh, this amazing addition uh, came to Hollywood Studios on July the 22nd of 1994. It was actually the first addition to Disney's Hollywood Studios. Uh, Dave, Sunset Boulevard seems to be the place that, you know, take out Galaxy's Edge now, but there for decades, the first place that people ran to whenever the park gates would open. This was kind of the place that people flocked to to be on Tower of Terror. Yeah, I mean... Um this was part of that first big expansion because when they first opened uh, Disney's MGM Studios, as it was called, um, they they intended it to be just a working studio. They didn't. They were they were aiming away from rides. They it wasn't going to be a ride based theme park. They wanted it to have that backlot uh, tour and show some elements like that. But uh, Indiana Jones stunt show and. Um, and the uh, the lights, motors, action, and things like that—that that style of entertainment—and um, the 
uh, Little Mermaid show that we all love so much for its stunning visual effects. Um, and so they, and then they started realizing that they needed to tend away from that and put more rides in. They got feedback almost immediately saying, we need more rides. And so with the expansion of Sunset Boulevard, they were like, okay, we're going to focus and uh, put some e-ticket attractions into this as a ride. And uh, ultimately that gave us your, yes, weenies um, that you get to walk towards those two uh, great attractions located at the end of it that I'm sure we'll eventually walk towards. 100%. You know, Mike, it's one of those things when you first get there. You know, now with the technology that we have with the My Disney Experience app, um, it's kind of a, uh, it's not really needed, but I like that they still use it. And that is the board that sits there at the entrance to Sunset Boulevard that will tell you the wait times and the show times throughout the park. It's kind of a throwback to old school Disney. And I really enjoy that aspect. And I like that they keep it. And I like that they keep it current. Um, kind of a cool you know, throwback to that uh, 1990s that you needed that to be able to know, oh, at this place in the park, it's this wait time. I think it's a great uh, addition because as we enter um, Sunset Boulevard, of course, we are taking a trip back in time and it's a great way to do it. Yeah, uh, the Hollywood that never was but always will be is how we affectionately refer to that. And you, it really captures that moment. You've got um, your walk down Hollywood Boulevard as you uh, enter the park and then you uh, turn right there at the, at the tip board um, and it tells you um, what sort of time frame you might be looking at for some of those attractions. And then you step onto that classically designed Sunset Boulevard. Yeah, 100%. Uh, you know, Mike, it is it is an absolutely beautiful view looking down that street. Yeah, uh, we've seen, besides having a great view, uh, that's one of my family's favorite picture spots to take a spot to take a picture when you're uh, going down the studios. Photo pass photographers tend to be there quite a bit. Um, I was one of the, the team hat people, so when you would walk into the park and you would have the hat right, you know, right in front of you, that was one of my favorite picture spots. But being that the hat's not there anymore, uh, I love to take that kind of picture with uh, with the family, and you can pose and do the silly poses and the you know the like the scared with the with the tower tower in the background. Uh, it's one of our favorite photo pass spots oh 100 percent uh joe look you love the resorts but i think you and i what we have in common is we really enjoy kind of just walking the park i mean i don't have to go ride a bunch of stuff like i can go just take it in and as you enter sunset boulevard you've got some great shopping in that area and uh, you can kind of walk in and just explore those amazing shops right there yeah and actually some of my fondest memories you know hanging out with some of my friends back in the day were you know, be later at night and we'd have a, maybe a cocktail or two. We'd kind of pop into the, the Beverly Sunset Suites uh, location and we'd get the, the the nice carrot cake cookie that I don't even believe is there anymore. But just getting a carrot cake cookie, having a nice cold beer and walking up and down Sunset Boulevard, taking some photos. Um, yeah, I mean, and it, it looks really great at night, especially with the tower tower all lit up, the palm trees all lit up from the bottom shining up. It's just a great photo pass opportunity, like Mike said. And yeah, some of my the best memories we had at uh, you know at Hollywood Studios at night uh, were taken on Sunset Boulevard. Yeah, hundred percent, Dan. Out of all of us here, you may be the merch king. Like you love Disney merch. Like that's your jam. Uh, let's walk through the shops a little bit because some of these shops I think are really, really cool and really, really nice and really, really well themed to this street. 
Um, whenever you're coming through, is this, are these shops you definitely hit as you as you come into the park there? Well, I mean, okay, we we rope drop, so we don't hit the shops immediately. But when we rope drop, we we hit all the rides, and then once everyone starts coming in the parks, that's when we we go down Sunset Boulevard and we kind of hit the shops and kind of take our time as as the rest of the groups are all coming in, maybe around eleven o'clock. And again, it's it's probably one of my favorite spots for pictures, like everyone said, because you know obviously Cinderella's Castle is going to be my number one. But I mean, honestly, you know, with with all the palm trees going down the sh- uh, down the street and having Tower of Terror in the background, I think that is probably one of my favorite spots. Uh, love like the Snope during Christmas time going down Sunset Boulevard. I mean, that's one of my again, that's another favorite memory of mine when we were there at Christmas time is just having the snow come down and, you know, looking at Tower of Terror in the background with the uh the projections on the on the on Tower of Terror. So, again, love this place. All right, let me run through these uh through these shops really quickly because we've got uh, Beverly Sunset Boutique, which is a uh, gift shop that uh sells souvenirs, just Disney uh souvenirs, mostly Pixar stuff is in there. Uh, you've got the tower, or I'm sorry, you got the What's Upon a Time, which is apparel, jewelry, hol- or gear, and I'm actually looking at a holiday map right now, uh, and character uh, greetings. Um, and then you got Legends of Hollywood, which is my favorite. That's jewelry, um, lots of designer stuff. So let me tell you a story real quickly, and then I want to hear if you guys ever shop at these or bought anything at these. I I went to um, Hollywood Studios one time, and I fell in love with a set of luggage there, and. I thought I have to have this luggage. Like that's that's the luggage I want. It was like old school Mickey and I had to buy it. Now, luggage is not cheap, but also I asked them I said, "Hey, if I get this, you know, do you, how many do you have stuff like that?" They're like, "No, we only have one." This was before I knew that I could ship it back to Mars. Or actually, I think we were staying off-site at this this time. And I said, "Well, I I don't want to lose it." And they're like, well, I'm sorry, you know, we won't hold it or anything. I ended up buying it, and I just carried it around the park for three hours. <laughs> so a full set of luggage, I just lugged around Disney's Hollywood. Like carry series. on as well, like yeah, like the, roll on the carry on in the in the full size luggage. It was like four hundred dollars <sighs> total. You broke in the wheels, but very I nicely. just and we actually still have it. You should I should post a picture. It's been all over the world. It's dented. It's like I mean, it's it's a mess. Um, it's pretty bait now. So they wouldn't let you purchase it and leave it in the store and pick it up on the way out? I don't think so. I, maybe I got the wrong cast member on the wrong day, but I ended up lugging this thing around for like three hours. It was in the evening, but I fell in love with it. I was like, I want that, and I just I just drug it around. I had a, I, I, I bought a, uh, the girls a birthday cake when we were at Hollywood Studios one time. We were eating over at um, 50s Primetime, and it was one of those custom cakes that I had made up for their birthday. And um, they held the cake in the refrigerator there for me so I could enjoy my day in the park. So I can't see how they wouldn't nice. hold your luggage for you. <laughs> but, <I> know, whatever. <laughs> Maybe they just didn't like me. I don't know. <laughs> That's very yeah, exactly. Right I mean, so. Joe, you ever shop in those shops right there? Yeah, I, mean, I, I, I don't think I've ever purchased anything. Uh, one is like a coach. Uh, I can never say this word. Couture what is it? Shop, I'm saying it's it is. Couture shop. Couture. No, no, he got there eventually. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> I, I thought I it was going to pronounced... be this week's interesting pronunciation. I slowed myself down there. Um, I've I've perused in and out. I don't really purchase a lot of stuff at Hollywood Studios, believe it or not. It's just I know there's mostly Star Wars merch now, and it's not my 100 percent my thing. You guys know that. Um, so I've kind of looked around, get it out of the rain if it rains, but I haven't really purchased a ton besides my carrot cake cookie, which I just re- you know referenced. But um, yeah, 
Uh, Dan, the shop's there. Uh, I can see you purchasing quite a bit. They they do have some. Here's the one thing they have. They actually have some pretty cool, um, like rain jackets and and they have they have like higher end stuff. I feel at that one than they have at some of the other shops around Walt Disney World. Yeah, I mean, well, let's be honest. I'm not the one who's going to be buying the stuff. It's usually Jen, or I'm going to be shopping for Jen. But again, we usually during the day at some point in time, we're going to go through all the shops. And I love Hollywood because, again, with all those buildings, you can basically run through all of them, you know, exit out, go to the next building and, you know, run through all the shops. There's a ton of stuff there. Some of it's exclusive to Hollywood, but a lot of it is stuff that you could find all throughout, you know, Disney World. So, I mean, that's the good thing if you're looking for a certain item. The only thing I don't know if they still do, and I don't know, maybe Dave, you can answer this. I know. Usually on the shop Disney app, you were able, if you were looking for something, because like the last time I was there, Jen wanted this particular sweatshirt and they had it at Hollywood, but they didn't have her size. And I thought in the past you could go on the website or on the app and it would tell you where in Disney World you can find that particular sweatshirt. Now, I don't know if they still do that, but I was having trouble finding it. So I, you know, I, you know, tough luck for her, but she didn't get it this time. That sounds like a guest resource to use, and I'm going to defer to Justin because I have like cool other ways of finding out stuff. Yeah, so, I, they, I know. They, I know they, cast they members can look that. it up, but I thought you could look it up on the app, and I don't think you could do that anymore. But cast members can check to see if it's anywhere else on the and on property. Yes, you can still uh, up until uh, recently, you could still check and see if there was inventory at other other places yeah. um, through the app. So uh, unless that has changed recently, then you could still you could still definitely still um, check that out. So, yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it's funny. Dave, Dave calls me every now and then for some stuff. You know, I call Dave for most things, but he calls me for. Yeah. Uh, no, there are there are subjects that it is not my forte, and I'll be like, I'm gonna defer to Justin. I'm going to give cause... him a call really quickly. Um, <laughs> well, let's move into the food. Uh, Hold you know, on, before we get there. Yeah, go ahead. Really quickly. Yeah. Um, wanted to mention. Um, you guys may not like have gone there, but uh, I think it's Once Upon a Time is one of the ones that you just mentioned. Yep. Um, and um. I I don't go there often, um, but they have been uh, angling a lot of their merchandise towards uh, some uh, classic Disney princesses and some revamps on some of that. And I've definitely, uh, on some of their releases of maybe some Jasmine or Pocahontas merchandise, become really well acquainted with the teams in there. They do. Um, so, But there is uh, some really good... Um, uh, merchandise options available in there. And I think one of them uh, that you're talking about even now has like a Pandora jewelry uh, set up right there within it as well. So if you if anybody is looking for those offerings in the parks, that's where you'll find it. Um, yeah, so they definitely is still there. And that was one thing. Katie actually got into that for a while, uh, buying Pandora jewelry. And the Alex and yeah. Ani bracelets were huge. Yes. I don't know if they're still as big. She kind of stopped buying that stuff um, after a while, luckily. Um, but she... <laughs> thank goodness. Thank goodness, because they would come home and just sit in her her drawer. You know, we ne she never used them or anything like that. But, um, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, the, you know, the one thing I miss is the street performers. Um, you don't see them anymore. Mm. Uh, that's one thing at Hollywood Boulevard that I or Sunset Boulevard. I'm sorry that we uh, that was really unique and fun. You got it on Main Street USA, but you only kind of saw it in those two parks. As far as these people literally playing this role, and they did such a great job with it. And uh, you know that's one of the kind of things we kind of lost with COVID. 
And I'm hoping that that will be brought back. Dave, um, you know, we don't see it as often. Of course, we've gotten a lot of great things back. But um, the street performers were amazing whenever you would walk down Sunset Boulevard before. Yeah, the citizens of Hollywood uh, were outstanding there. Uh, they do an amazing job. They've got great um, comedic timing. Um, and it was one of those things where with the lack of – I mean, their job was to literally be in people's faces. So it was always a question of – when it was going to get phased in, and then I think it's just turned into an if it will ever get phased in again. Um, they were always a lot of fun. Uh, one of my favorite games uh, that they would play, it, they referred to it as 99, and it was where they would start finding out about somebody randomly in the audience um, and ask them about something they use, and they would come up with an object that they use and that would become the thing that was walking into a bar and it was 99 insert whatever walk into a bar and the bartender says hey we don't serve you you got to leave finish the joke <laughs> um, and they just they were so amazing at it I, i've got a number of friends that uh performed in that uh group and uh, it, it's always fascinating to just sit in a circle with them when they start chatting and watching their quick wits at play because that is not necessarily something i'm always great at but their wordplay and use of those sorts of things also just like driving the car up and down the street and hurling uh, like uh, not abuse, but just like um, interacting with the guests and like telling them to get out of the way or <laughs> um, or what are they reading or why are they looking at a map and just the, the randomness of it was uh, was amazing to watch. So definitely a missed element of uh, Sunset Boulevard. Uh, big time. Um, let's get into the food a little bit because this I tend to uh, mosey over here to get more and more food as I'm in Disney's Hollywood Studios. And, of course, we're talking about some amazing places. Dan, uh, there's some great, great dining over there. Of course, we're talking about Fairfax Fair is one of my favorites. You have Hollywood Scoops. You have the Starring Rolls Cafe. You have Sunset Ranch Market all sitting over there. Um, do you ha ha happen to eat on your vacations over at the Quick Serves? There is no table service restaurant on Sunset Boulevard. No. Uh, you know, we, we've eaten there a couple of times. Uh, some of the food here is a little bit different. I know they have pizza at some locations and stuff like that, so it's – you know, I, I have some picky eaters in the family, so some of them won't eat. I know like at, I think it's at, is that, is that at Rosie's that they have, they yep. have burgers and stuff. So they have burgers and stuff there. So, but like a couple of my kids will not eat burgers. They have hot dogs though. Some of them have some sort of bowl like configuration. And, you know, like I said, so we haven't eaten there too often. And I know some of the, the I think at either Catalina Eddie's or the other one at Fairfax, they changed the menu recently because they used to have a really good uh, frying greed tomato sandwich. Uh, and I don't see that on the menu anymore. I don't know if that's changed or not, but that was a really good sandwich. Um, but again, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's an option we don't always take advantage of. Yeah, uh, right now at Fairfax, their menu consists of a barbecue beef brisket bowl, a Korean barbecue pork belly bowl, a buffalo chicken bowl, plant-based soba noodle salad, um, a plant-based soba noodle salad bowl with chicken um, for the kids, macaroni and cheese, and they have a toffee and coconut blondie uh, for dessert. You can, of course, get drinks here as well, including um, local, uh, both local beers and, uh, and Bud Light and all those other great things. Um, but then also you, you um, mentioned Rosie's, too. No, no, before you move on from Fairfax Fair, um, I'm a big fan of some buffalo just generally in my life, as you're aware. Um, and the, those bowls that you were referring to, they actually come in a waffle cone bowl. Really? Okay. S 
And so you get like this sweetness of the waffle cone bowl with like a buffalo and then it's like got mashed potato in it as well. And so you get like a little bit of the starchy savoriness of the the potato with some buffalo chicken. Like it's amazing. Like I would push Dan out of the way to get to them. That's how good it is. Okay? Ooh, I need to do right. that because I, <laughs> yeah, I don't think I've eaten there. It's one of my favorite food offerings, quick service food offerings in that park. Like just, yeah. Rockstar. Well, Mike, let's go to uh, let's go to Rosie's um, down the street, and it's a place I go to, of course, you know, and 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 I like it because it's all American. You got a chili cheese, all beef, long hot dog, cheeseburger, an all American salad, bacon cheeseburger, uh, chicken nuggets, like all the, all the basic foods you can get. Um, let me ask you, man. Whenever you're in the park, do you meander over here and eat, or do you find yourself elsewhere eating your quick services? Um, I find myself elsewhere. The one thing that I used to get there that they don't have in that area anymore, they've kind of moved it to a different spot. Um, I was always a big fan, and I don't know, some people like them, some people don't, of the cream cheese pretzels. And they always used to have them down in the area near where Rock and Roller Coaster was. I believe the radio station cart used to have them. Mm-hmm. I know they've since moved them to the sweet pretzels now, and they tend to be over by Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, so it's in a different spot. Um, they, w- they were there pre-COVID. They were gone after COVID, and now they've moved them over to where Mickey and Minnie's is. Um, um, I don't really hit that area. I will tell you this. Uh, I go on Tower of Terror all the time. Uh, Laura does not. So she winds up usually sitting around with my bags while or whatever souvenirs we have when when me and the girls go on. And Laura's a big with ice cream in that area. She'll always kind of, you know, especially on a hot day, uh, you know, find a place find a place to sit, kind of chill out over there and have some ice cream. You know, that's you're like I, they say the ice cream and the pretzels are like amazing over that way and uh i i I can't have ice cream or i I would definitely do it um joe lots of great food lots of great quick service options you know i i you and i kind of do the parks the same way i i don't eat a ton of quick serve in the park i tend to have an adr whenever i am going uh to the parks but if i do i did tend to go here i don't eat back in galaxy's edge i don't eat at pizza rizzo i don't like i don't eat at those places i eat here if i'm going to do it well dan had mentioned uh previously the fried green tomato sandwich um i've had that previously i usually get that with like a beer but i was just double checking the menus that i don't see the honor so i think it has been replaced but if i got to do a quick service in the studios i'm usually over at abc commissary uh and i will hit up the the buffalo chicken uh grilled cheese and tomato soup that's like my go-to in hollywood studios so really not back in galaxy's edge not anywhere else it, that's usually my spot uh, so unfortunately, I know our show is Sunset Boulevard, but mostly I'm usually just buying beer on the street <laughs> during the nighttime. Uh, and then usually, like you said, I have an ADR. Jen and I will usually pop over to, you know, the uh, the Boardwalk Beach Club area or Swan and Dolphin for like a, you know, a sit down restaurant there. That's kind of the way we do it. But yeah, lunch, definitely. Um, ABC Commissary is our go to place. Can I admit something? I've never eaten an ABC Commissary. Really? It's underrated, man. I, I like it. It's it's old school. It's old school Hollywood Studios. It's still got that original vibe in it, but the food's pretty. That's decent. my ice water stop. For those of you listening right now, if you're new to the show, if you don't know these, some of these tips and tricks, um, you can go to any quick serve and get free ice water. All you have to do is walk up. Do you don't have to wait in line? Don't have to, don't have to pre order it. Just walk up and ask for however many ice waters you need. You get four, ten, whatever you need, and uh, you can get free ice water. So take uh, take something to put them in, and and you can do that. Save you a lot of money in the long run. So that's my ice water spot that I always go to over there. Uh, really quickly. I want to jump into a couple of little hidden places within Sunset Boulevard that maybe uh, you haven't stopped at. Uh, there's a DVC kiosk right there. You know, uh, Mike, Joe, and I are all DVC members. And I want to tell you, even if you're not a DVC member, 
you should be stopping here. Um, one, they're a wealth of knowledge. Two, DDC is no pressure sales. So you, it's not like when you're in Universal Studios and you're walking through and they're like, hey, 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 you, hey, come here, hey, 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 hey. Uh, they're not going to do that to you. Um, and it's one of the greatest places to get your kids stickers. They are, they, I mean, very, most of them are very generous with the stickers and they will give you quite a bit and also can help you with lots of information. And look, can give you that information about maybe becoming a DVC member. I do got to say, we had a magical moment whenever we were leaving Kadani, and uh, one of the DVC reps didn't even know we were DVC members. Gave us a ride from Kadani straight to the front of Epcot uh, in the DVC van. It was fantastic. And then as we waited for our bus to return, I thought, oh, where are you now? You know, as I wait with the peasants in the crowd. Um, so it wasn't it wasn't as good. Uh but let's let's so there's a DVC kiosk there. Mike, Joe, do you all ever stop at the kiosk just to kind of chat about what's going on new with DVC? Uh, you know, we just Joe and I just stopped to chat DVC when we were over in uh, Magic Kingdom the other day getting a ride Tron because they had the new Magic Band sliders out, the ones for our bracelets. So uh, we no way, really? Yeah, Joe and I, I got a whole bunch of them, and supposedly, from what I understand, they're out now. Um, nobody has them anymore. You can't get them. They're already um, they're they're hard to come by. From what I've heard, from what I've seen on some of the sites, so there's the new blue DVC ones. So if I was in Hollywood Studios right now, I would always go by, even when I even before the other white ones are sold out i was always just stopped by just maybe on some remote chance they might have some of the old school ones um hoping to get lucky you know get that little uh that that golden egg there but um but yeah i stopped there once in a while um just to chat especially if um you know the girls are pin trading for a while sometimes those cast members there in the dvc uh, booth would have some really cool pins so i would just kind of you know pop in just say hello once in a while and i'm like yeah i'm a member so uh i, I enjoy stopping by there once in a bit yeah, and this is the uh, actually the location where Jen and I actually did. Even though we were DVC members, we did do um, our like one official tour where we picked up the van from Hollywood Studios. We signed up for our time there, and it was actually really convenient. They take you kind of out back, and uh, I think you get the van beyond the restrooms right off of Sunset Boulevard, if I can remember correctly. But uh, but I like to chat with them because, like like Justin said, it's a not it's not a pressure filled situation. And I usually I'm wearing a DVC hat or something, and they'll strike up a conversation, ask where you own, how long you've owned. And, I'll talk DVC to anybody. I don't care. You know, you guys know that I'm a resort guy. So it's like, I'll ask them, you know, what, what's, you know, what's been the trend. They're busy and it's, you never know. You might get, like I said, some new stickers out of it or even some sliders out of it too. So it's just fun. Uh, I don't mind talking with them and it's, uh, yeah, you, you never know what you'll find. And I got a good price. I want Justin, if you're interested. So <laughs> that's messed up, man. I, I, I stop there every time and oh, I'm getting <laughs> these dumb stickers now. You know what I mean? I'm like, now I'll, here I'm I'll, talking up stickers and now I, I don't, I have the old, I have the old bands. I've got a couple of those still and they were selling for like $150 online. And I'm like, at least I've got a couple and yeah, they didn't was, even mention it. That was Sarah's first year of tuition. I sold my bands. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm looking. <laughs> I'm looking up right now. I am literally scrolling through emails because I was a DVC orphan. Uh, I had I had no no guide anymore. My guide, who I'd had for both both of my contracts, left the company, and so I've been just on my own for a long time. And I'm leaving Kadani, and uh, our our we're, you know of course I'm stopping there and I'm chatting up with them and talking to them a little bit. And uh, and he goes, who's your guy? And I said, oh, it used to be Tim Grabman, but Tim left the company. He's no longer there. And he said, what do you got? I was like, no, I don't have it. He's like, well, I'll be your guide. I'm like, well, I'd love that, you know. And so we get, we're chatting, get to know each other, emails me right away. Uh, that's, you know, and right after that, we got maybe he called ahead for the magical moment. He set it all up. I know what he did. Um, and so anyway, but I'm thinking – Oh, they're taking care of us. I didn't even get a, I didn't even get a slider. This is you know now I'm now I'm I'm hurt. I'm hurt. DVC. I'm hurt. 
Um, anyway, moving along. Still stop at the DVC thing. It's a lot of fun. It's awesome. Uh, pin trading. Pin trading is look. Pin trading for me is a very undervalued activity in Walt Disney World. If you're looking to get into it, go on eBay, purchase a set of pins, make sure they're Disney official, and go down and trade pins. Um, there's been a before we get into this, Dave. Uh, did you see? There's been a rumor that there's been people like, you know, I don't know how people are. You know how you and I love those websites. Those amazing mm, websites are yes. great. Where they posted that clickbait. Yeah, clickbait. The DVC pin trading should be banned because it's uh, not an official DVC or uh, or not DVC pin trade. Uh, pin trading should be banned because it's not an official Disney activity or something like something dumb. Uh, and they they just want to get rid of it. And I'm like, who are these people, and why are they so miserable in life? Like, uh, who hurt them becomes my first question. <laughs> like, why, why are they such terrible people? Um, and Disney is meant to be fun. Let people have fun. What is wrong with them? I don't know. A lot. I have a lot. A lot. Uh, How long Dan, do we have? Dan, you pin trade, don't you? I don't. You know what? These people, though, that you're talking about, they probably have dead animals in their freezer. But... <laughs> anyway, <laughs> who's that? You know, I I would I would love to pin trade. Like I've tried to get my boys to do it, and I guess at the end of the day, they just never really got into it. It's probably a good thing because I'm the type that will go out and like I will go all out, and I'll just you know I will buy a million of them and I will let them go crazy with it. But it's something that they just never picked up, and you know I guess it probably saves me a dollar or two there. But uh, I I would totally do it though if they. If they decide, hey, Dan, mute, uh, turn off the volume so you can't hear. <laughs> hey, guys, if they if they decide that they're going to ban pin trading, let's all send Dan a message and tell him to buy like a thousand pins that right now is the time <laughs> to get into pin trading. It's gonna now's the moment. It's gonna it's gonna Buy blow low. up. It's gonna be huge. It's gonna be the newest Disney like thing to do. Um, <laughs> yeah, pin trading for me is is something we we enjoy. Uh, lots of pin trading places that you can go. Mike, you guys got into pin trading there for a little bit, right? I did. You know, a couple of years we were going to the parks at very, uh, very busy times. Um, you know, we, we went up going down there and the kids were getting, I don't want to say discouraged, but I just kind of want to give them a little bit of a, a different activity to do because we've been going so often and I wanted it to get, you know, monotonous and routine for them. So um, one year the kid, the girls started getting into it and I did exactly that. I went on eBay and I bought some of the official Disney pins and um, yeah, and, and I wound up doing that with the girls. Uh, they they kind of grew out of it after a while, but they definitely enjoyed it. I have one of those pin trading um, album books with mm-hmm. a lot of you know collectible pins that we bought and i still have that in my uh, my office over here and uh we have some fond memories of those and um you know a little little, little disclosure right so i kind of showed you guys in, in a chat in a picture um you know i have a i have to wear my badge on my uniform shirt and i use the the back of my disney pins on the back of my badge so when i'm wearing my uniform at work and i have my you know my badge on my shirt uh my the back of my badge has you know has little disney pins on there to keep it uh, a little disney close to the heart while i'm out working that's awesome. That's super, super cool. I'm looking around. I've got pins just sitting around my desk, um, and I've got, I've got like the limited edition like Magic Kingdom pin. It'd be great when they put limited edition on something. And you're like, I've got this. <laughs> this pin, seventeen ninety nine. Uh, <laughs> Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway pin, silver means like fourteen ninety nine. Uh, See, I I couldn't do that, Justin. Like I could not part. Like I used to collect pins. 
but I can never trade Limited them. Re- well, you don't, don't trade really nice. these. Like you don't. Tra- I know, but still, it's you try I, and trade I, and find those. I, I get attached. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's exactly what you do. You try to find them, and then like I've got my VIP tour pin, uh, which is really really cool. And then I've got my yeah, walking we and waltz. Give them to anyone. Got my. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've got my walking waltz footsteps tour, which if you have not uh, decided to join okay. us yet, July thirteenth. That's actually 70. really cool. That's a really cool pin, isn't it? Look yeah. at that. That is actually yeah, cool. it's got the dedication on the inside, and then it's got Walt with that famous picture walking underneath uh, uh, Sleeping Beauty Castle. Um, but if you is not it the just, whole Disneyland is dedicated to the yeah, ideals yeah, of yeah yeah how cool okay. is that um, minds and ideals yeah they hand you that as cool as it was for to get a VIP tour pin you know uh, from my buddy uh, <laughs> the the uh, cool thing was they hand you that as you're standing in Walt's apartment. And you're like, that's pretty cool. It's pretty baller. Yeah, it's 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 pretty nice. So, um, yeah. So there's lots of pin trading places. You kind of mentioned one, DVC. You can always go there. They normally have a pin trading spot. Um, and then of course they inside of Legends of Hollywood, uh, right there at the checkout. Most of the time, if you look at the checkout of different um, stores, they do have pin trading boards right there that you can pin trade. And uh, the gift shop to Rock and Roller Coaster has a pin trading board. A lot of people don't even know is over there. And um, if you look inside the Tower of it's Terror, it's called Rock gift shop. Around the Shop, and I love that. Rock shop. Around the Shop. <laughs> Um, so yeah, lots of good stuff there. Let's talk hidden Mickey's though, real quick, guys. Um, there are a lot of hidden Mickey's down Sunset Boulevard. I'm gonna go around the table. Do you guys know of any Dan starting with you? The you know what? I don't know of any going down Sunset, but I thought there was one on Tower of Terror, and I and I I read it somewhere, and I keep looking for it. But it's I think it's like at the very end, like when you're going into the, I guess the, I don't know, like as you're going into the the the, the the tower, I guess, part mm-hmm. and like the, the, the light comes in and it kind of like flashes. It's supposed to flash a hidden Mickey. I've looked for it a million times and I can't see it, but I know that there's one in tower of terror. I don't know. Maybe Dave can help me out here. There is, there's actually three in tower of terror. Two in you tower of terror. You let me know when you want me to tag in. Go ahead, Dave, <laughs> you're up. Go. Um, uh, I'm not aware of the one that I, I believe you're referring to uh, when you travel through the fifth dimension. Um, and then I know those lights all gather together. Um, I thought it was just a speckled pattern. I don't think I've ever seen it there. In Tower of Terror, uh, the little girl is holding a Mickey mm-hmm. Mouse in her hands uh, in the video. Uh, and then when you see her as a ghost as well, she still has the Mickey Mouse in her hands. Um, and the fun fact about that is they actually went back to figure out what a Mickey Mouse doll would have looked like in 1939 so that she was holding a accurate a time period accurate version of a Mickey Mouse doll uh, which is cute and uh, in the library in one of the libraries hold on a second when you're looking at the two libraries it's the one on your left uh, in one of the um uh, in one of the shelving areas, there's a piece of music and it says something about an ode to Mickey Mouse or something like that is the name of the piece of music. So it's kind of his written name as opposed to um, an actual depiction of Mickey per se. Am I missing anything else in Tower? Nope, that's uh, that's it in Tower. There's actually more in Rock and Roller Coaster than there is in Tower of Terror. Um, if you're mm-hmm. heading over to uh, Rock and Roller Coaster, you guys know of any in, in Rock and Roller Coaster off the top of your head? You don't just jump in. Joe's got one. I know one. I, I know one, and the only reason why I know is my uh, niece pointed it out. It's I think it's in the pre-show. There's like um, one made out of like the coils of like the. It's on the floor mm-hmm. of um, the. Uh, she's like Uncle Joey. Check that out. And it's like 
I didn't never I've never seen it ever. But it's like the coils from like the guitar or something like that. The amp cord or something like that, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's cord, an go, XLR you. cord that is uh, coiled up in three circles. You are correct. Had a twelve-year-old point that out to me. I've been on it ride about eight hundred <laughs> times. Never saw it. Yeah, no big deal. It's fine. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, yeah, there's a, there's another one uh, there in Rock and Roller Coaster um, that most people might not have missed. If you look on the license plate of every single car, there is a Mickey on the back of the license plate of every single stretch limo that you uh, that you look at. If you'll check out those license plate next time, they're about to uh, three, two, one take off. Uh, with Steven Tyler mm. and Aerosmith there. Um, it's kind of hard to do now because it, I believe, Dave, it's still down, right? Am I correct? It is, it is not... still down for its scheduled refurbishment. <laughs> scheduled. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, uh, and uh, so with, that, with that, there's all kinds of rumors about it, but I would I would assume at this point, if there was... If, visiting those websites. If they were going to change it, they would have announced it. Yeah, I would say so. Let me give you one more, and it's not inside Rock and Roller Coaster. It's right outside. And, Mike, you kind of mentioned it a little bit earlier, and that mm-hmm. is the KRNR rock station outside of Rock and Roller Coaster. And that is uh, – there is an in the in the letter R uh, of the rock station, um, the circle that would make the top part of the R is actually a Mickey um, if you look up there. So you can go and find that one right there as well. So uh, lots of great hidden Mickeys there. Uh, as you go around. I'm sure there are other hidden Mickeys around. I want to hear from you if you know of any right there on Sunset Boulevard that maybe we have missed or didn't look, uh, didn't mention on this show because there are a bunch of great ones uh, there. Um, so that gets the little stuff out of the way. Let's get to the big stuff. What does Sunset Boulevard bring to your vacation? And Mike, I'm coming to you first because the first thing we get to as we're walking down Sunset Boulevard, we've taken our photo with our PhotoPass photographer and their lime green, which I love. They stand out. They look beautiful. Love them. Great addition. Uh, we've taken our photo with our Tara behind us. Right on the right right there is the Theater of the Stars. Um, absolutely beautiful amphitheater. Uh, one of two that's located right there on Sunset Boulevard. And inside of the Theater of the Stars, of course, houses the fantastic stage show Beauty and the Beast. Mike, this is a very important stage show to you and your family. Yeah, I can't believe how many trips we passed it up and didn't do it in the beginning. And then once we once we actually did it, we went quite a bit. And we probably do it even sometimes twice a trip. Uh, you know, the girls love that stage show. I like it. It's one of our favorite ones. It's kind of like Laura and I's thing. We love that. You know, we love that stage show. Um, like I said, we, we didn't do it justice because we missed it a couple of times. We didn't do it in the first couple of things. I just think it was just timing, you know, because the show was specific times of the day. It doesn't run consistently all the time, um, but at least back when we were going to visit the parks. Uh, but now I love doing it it's great theater it's um it's kind of shady too you know it's not like you're out in the middle of the sun so if, even if it's a hot day you are outside yes but it's pretty cool there too so uh we enjoy taking a little bit of a mid-break and getting that amazing stage show joe one of the original additions um right here to opening day of this new new sunset boulevard uh expansion to disney's hollywood studios disney mgm at the time um and the great part is you know we've chatted about it that this this amazing stage show started uh, playing the day that Beauty and the Beast started in theaters. I mean, it's it's really something that Disney dove in with, and they've stuck with it forever. And we've seen, you know, we always say Disney's not a uh, something set in stone. It's it's meant to change. It's meant to evolve. It's meant to grow. But this stage show and this amphitheater in particular really kind of stands the test of time with uh, Disney fans. It's still packed every time you go in. For something that stands the test of time, I've never really? done it. 
I've never done it. And the, the sad part was when we got to do our VIP tour with Rick Reagan, this was on my list of things to do on the tour. And I got outvoted. Um, I said, I really want to go see Beauty and the Beast as part of the tour. And they said, no. I'm glad um, you got outvoted. But that was a really, <laughs> I would love you to death, but that's a but, really bad addition to your, to your tour. Uh, <laughs> it's probably not the best use of your time. That's what I was told. But in all seriousness, no, I've never, I've never done it. I've, we've walked by it a million times, and I think it's, you know, you get into one of those rhythms where you just kind of do the same things. Like Jen and I would go and we had, a, you know, tower, rock and roller coaster. We would get, you know, a, a, a either beer or a coffee, depends on what time it is. And we just never, we never did it. So I'm, I'm looking at screenshots right now. I'm like, I've never done this attraction before. So if somebody has stood the test of time, I've never, never, I've never done it. You need to get out of those resorts and spend a little bit more time in the park. Listen, I've walked every bit of like every resort. I've I've walked by this a million times. Can we get a hashtag Beauty and the Joe going right now? Like, (laughs) let's go. Like this is I'm gonna have to make this a point. To yes, this, this your next I mean, time in Hollywood Studios. If you don't go see this, you're in trouble. Like you literally we're all four we're all four gonna like, shame you. You, you, you. Like you're off the podcast. Like that that's how I'm we're gonna joking. come down. No, he's no, I don't have that he's, power. He's, he's gonna start at the entrance to Sunset Boulevard and we're all like Game of Thrones, we're all gonna be behind him with bells going shame. Shame. <laughs> shame. Shame. Well, just just for that, the Rangers are up four to nothing. <laughs> yes, I saw that, Dan. Right? Let's have a little professionalism on the podcast. Here, okay. I'm glad you said it, Dan. I wasn't going to rub it in just yet. I, I, was I, ha- saving I have two eyes here. I am watching. Dan, so. Dan, is this a must do for your family? Uh, you know what? I suck. We've only done this. Or I, I've only done it one time. This was probably one of the first times we went. So I, I'm I'm just as bad as Joe here because when you go to Disney with me, I'm like early on. I was like the guy who wanted to just go, go, go. Let's hey, we're going to this ride. We're going to that ride. And now I'm to the point where these are the things that I want to sit down and relax and enjoy. So hopefully the next time we actually make it out to down to uh, Florida, I want to be able to go sit down and see the show again because it's been a while since we've seen it. I know Jen and Emmett seen it a couple of times uh, because while Emmett was smaller, me and the other two boys would always go on Tower of Terror. They would go see Beauty and the Beast. Uh, and now Jen's she's the Lone Ranger that will only uh, sit out of Tower of Terror. So And he threw in Ranger. Did you see what he did there? He just salt <laughs> in the wound. This is a family show, and I'm trying to respect all of our young listeners. Uh, there, well, so. with with that said, uh, you know this is such a great addition. I do want to talk, Dave. Um, I really enjoyed this, and I'm sure you saw it too. Back in 2020, right after reopening, um, the, we had the Disney Society Orchestra and Friends that were there. Uh, oh yeah! Before they brought back the stage production, so this was the only other stage show. That has ever graced um, that stage in you know in a, in a long form. That's been not just a yeah. one here, one there. You know, somebody comes in, performs something random. Um, but they were there, kind of keeping that stage warm before they could bring back actually Beauty and the Beast. Um, they did a good job with it too. I enjoyed it. I only saw a couple of uh, parts of it. I don't think I ever even got to sit and watch like an entire performance. Mm-hmm. But they did do a really good job of it. Um, and then eventually they brought back the Beauty and the Beast version where they didn't actually like um, hug or didn't show affection to yeah, each exactly. other. Yeah, exactly. They gave high yeah, fives. There's been from like Air Five. <laughs> um, yeah, we did it. We broke the curse. That was really weird. Um, that, like that at the was. end, the Beast falls, and normally she's over top of me. She's like, no. 
beast no you know and tears are falling and that and like the music starts coming you know until that and, and really she was like, she was on like the other side of the stage she was all the way over on the other side she's like no <laughs> no you know just it <laughs> was good it was funny um no but yeah they did a great job with the music element uh that they added to that stage so wonderful fantastic well, let's get into one of my favorite things of any walt disney park and I'm talking about it is the largest amphitheater uh, there on Disney property. A lot of great history with this because they wanted to put this in the Magic Kingdom. Uh, but the Rivers of America just did not set up well for this show. You know, if you go to Disneyland, you, of course, are sitting and watching right there across the river. Nowhere to sit unless you're going to sit on the ground. Uh, but they thought, you know what? We want to bring this. We want to do this. So they got together and they said, let's create an amphitheater just for this show. And we're talking about Fantasmic. Um an amazing spot, probably uh, the greatest uh, kind of dedication to a nighttime spectacular that Disney has made uh, as far as, you know, infrastructure and funding and and stage quality and all that kind of stuff. And it really does add to Sunset Boulevard when you talk Fantasmic. Dan, Fantasmic is, for me, I mean, I just saw Happily Ever After, so it's kind of up there. But it's one of the best <laughs> nighttime spectaculars. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm going to agree with you, yet I'm going to sit here, and I think the last time we saw it was was 2019, just because it was gone for a while, and I haven't, well, again, it, it's been gone for a while. The only time I was able to see it since it's returned was last month, but instead of going to see Fantasmic, I decided to go see Aussie Dave and a couple of DDP. Huge mistake. So huge it, it, mistake. It's, 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 huge it's mistake. probably Big a mistake, mistake. because... Because Jacob Moore actually he went to go see Fantasmic. I went to go see Aussie Dave and some 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 DDP members. But, but if I was given the choice between Fantasmic <laughs> and the scene, me, I choose Fantasmic. Okay? Well, <laughs> with that being said, like I said, I, and I know I've, I've I think I've said this before. This was one of my favorite memories as a family when we were down at Disney. We didn't get to see the whole show when it happened, but I mean, again, we just we ended up in a huge downpour at Hollywood Studios. The the show we got to see most of the show, and then it rained. And, and again, I, I if you ask Jen what one one of her favorite memories of us going down to Disney. It was when that happened, when the, the skies absolutely opened up and just absolutely drenched us. I love that show. I haven't seen the new one, so I, I can't really speak on that, but uh, I, either way, I still love Fantasmic. All right, hold on. We're going to play a little game. Okay. Because if we go, if we go, if we go the majority of the show has not seen the new one, we're going to fold this up right now. DDP oh comes to an end, okay? Oh, boy. Dave, have you seen the new Phantasmic? Because it's fantastic. <laughs> I'm really hoping that you've like you've done, already done the math. I haven't done the math yet. I have no because... idea. This might be the end right now. I'm just going to say it. This is, this is it. We'll just fold this is it up. It. Yeah. I was just going to say, can we stop throwing to Dan and Joe? Because we keep going. <laughs> no, hey, I've seen the new one. Oh, oh. oh, thank goodness. Okay. Because so, I've seen the new one, obviously. It's, uh, it plays a special part in my wife's history with the Disney company. And we made sure to go and see it very early on. Uh, I have also seen it with guests on tour. So I've seen it a couple of times. All right. Perfect. I just heard Joe. Joe, you seen the new one? Yes, and Fantasmic is an amazing nighttime spectacular because, number one, you get to actually sit down and not to worry about somebody throwing an iPad up in your face or bumping you over. Like, you got a seat. You know, I usually try to go in a little bit later because if you get in there too early, you know, you have a better seat. It takes you forever to get out of there. And it's a good solid, what, like 25 minutes or 30 minutes, whatever it is. Like, it's a great show. I mean, it's 
got every character you could want. It on, does have so. everything. I don't, people, you need. I don't know why people don't go to it. I mean, I know it's set aside and it's a little bit a walk back, but it's a great. Everybody talks about you know uh, happily ever after now and what was Illuminations. Illuminations was my favorite, but this is a very underrated experience. There's a lot of people I know that don't go to the show regularly. Some are even on this show. Yeah, yeah. So. Shame. Shame, shame, shame. <laughs> uh, Mike, have you seen you, the new one? You came, you came I have not seen the new me. one yet. No, what I have not wrong? been able to see the new one. Um, no, I, I'm, but I'm a regular supporter of the show, and if I, I'm a regular supporter of seeing Fantastic, and if I was there at a time where I could actually go see it, I would. But it just the cards haven't been in the deck to actually go see the new one. It's only it hasn't been out that much longer, right? What's been out? Uh, yeah, like uh, in the six months. Yeah, yeah. if that, if that. I, so I haven't somewhere. gone in the last six months. Oh, I guess so you I mean, haven't. I told, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So I mean, I've been to, I've been to, you know, I got to ride Tron. So I, I have that under no. my belt. But if know. you were given the option, go see Fantasmic or go see Dave. Where is that point <laughs> on your? <laughs> Sorry, Dave. <laughs> all right, that's fine. No, I, I'm, no not hurt feelings. I'm not insulted. I'm not upset at all. I wonder if there's, there has to be in a twenty. It's twenty-two minutes. There has to be. What do you think there is? There's less words spoken in Phantasmic or less words spoken by Dave in a 22 minute span uh, when hanging out? I'm going to go Phantasmic and I'll. <laughs> Phantasmic. <laughs> well, it all comes down to me. Guys, I hate to say, I love this show. It's so yeah. good. I've seen it multiple times. I love it. It is amazing. Oh, thank uh, goodness. Phantasmic is uh, it's great. I For me, it's it's just, it makes me so happy. Like, it, it literally does. I get teary-eyed. You might not believe that coming from me, but I get teary-eyed watching it. Uh, I I just completely enjoy everything Fantasmic you, you has get, to offer. You get teary-eyed putting your socks on, don't you? <laughs> uh, yeah, only if I put the left on first. Yeah, that's okay, it. Good. Yeah, uh, 100%. Uh, so let's get to the attractions, and then we'll we'll start to close this thing up as a we take a walk down Sunset Boulevard and go into everything we're doing. Uh, really quickly, we're going to start with Lightning McQueen. <laughs> Racing Academy. I don't think it's going to take too long. It. It's opened in 2019. Uh, I'm going to go to Joe. Joe, I'm going to leave it to you because, look, uh, Mike, was it you and I sat and watched this yes. together? Yep. And My first one and only time that was with you. So. Mike and I watched it together, and we both looked at each other and went, what is this? I'm not real <laughs> certain what I'm seeing right now. But as a uh, NASCAR fan and as someone who NASCAR plays a huge part of your life, Lightning McQueen Racing Academy. I'm sure you do it every time you walk into Hollywood Studios. It is a Joe Q must do, and that is this amazing attraction. Go ahead and tell them all about it, Joe. <laughs> I know it's uh, if you go down uh, Sunset Boulevard, make a left, go towards Rock and Roller Coaster. I usually bear left to go on Rock and Roller Coaster. You can keep going straight, and the attraction's back there. I love Lightning McQueen. Great movie franchise. Hopefully, y'all can tell me about what it's about because I haven't seen it. Yet Here we go. Either. Dan, have you done the amazing I'm not going to lie to our, our 2019 <laughs> edition to Sunset Boulevard, Lightning McQueen, Race McCann. I have three boys. You have three boys. Yes. You know, Here we are. Look, you got the three guys here who have done it who uh, who have all girls. You know? So three boys. So yes, I have done it one time. Now my boy, oh. my, my boys, my boys were older and truth, truth be told when we did it, unfortunately, uh, lightning had some magical enhancements going on. So we didn't even get to see the whole show. Now, with that being said, though, if my boys were younger, like they absolutely loved the movie cars. I spent uh, an obscene amount of money on eBay purchasing the cars themselves. 
uh, because you couldn't find them anywhere in the stores. So if I have young kids that, you know, that absolutely love cars and love this franchise, I will be going on this probably multiple times during the day, because again, you have this huge lightning McQueen on stage that the kids are going to be completely enthralled with. If that's what they like, that's what they like. So I will be definitely doing it. So again, no, is it, is it super exciting to go see? Probably not. But if you have kids that love cars and love this franchise, they're going to have a great time. I completely agree with Dan. It's one of those things where as adults we go, oh, yeah, like, is this the greatest thing that has ever been created in a Disney theme park for adults? Maybe not. If you've got a kid that likes cars, this thing is the bomb. Like, this yeah. is amazing. They they love it. Um, a, a full-size animatronic of, of Lightning McQueen who teaches you the importance of having a team to help you achieve your goals. Like, there's apparently a moral to it. Like, who knew? Um, so, yeah. Like, if you're into it, go and see it. If it, Is it a must-do? Maybe not. Um, a good friend of mine actually made it, so I'm not going to hate on it because he did an amazing job. Um, but, and uh, like, it is like visually, like when the reveal of Lightning McQueen happens, um, there's some fun Mater jokes in there. And there's even a fun moment where they tell you that uh, everybody in the audience is going to win a giant pile of cash. And then there's a disclaimer that talks really quickly and it goes, not valid in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, we, we, I, 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 maybe I just need to do it again. I don't know. Uh, maybe I'd spent all my energy, uh, singing to Mike at the, uh, frozen sing-along. Um, moving along, Beautiful. let's move over right next door to the Lightning McQueen Racing Academy. And we were talking about an incredible attraction opened in 1999. And that is Aerosmith's rock and roller coaster, uh, where you can go in and you can take a stretch limo with you, all your friends and Aerosmith, uh, to their concert, uh, I love this attraction. Look, it's the first time we see an inverted, only time we see an inverted loop um, in a roller coaster in Walt Disney World. It's really the first big roller coaster we see Disney kind of embark on as far as going more adult and not so much for children. Um, more of a high thrill. And I really enjoy it. Mike, you know, I think we're going to see a change eventually. We won't get into that too much uh, tonight. Eventually see a change, but Look, it fits. I mean, Aerosmith was huge in the 90s. I went and saw them in concert. It was my first big concert as a teenager. And uh, I remember, man, going, I was like 14. It was just awesome. Like, that was when Armageddon had just come out. Like, all that was great. Like, they played a whole Armageddon set. You know, you don't want to miss a thing. Uh, you know, I closed my eyes because I didn't want to miss a thing. Um, <laughs> and uh, it was it was great. Uh, let's talk rock and roller coaster. Mike, this draws people down there. It's funny because... When Tower of Terror is working at full capacity, which has not been for a long time because of refurb. It's back now. It is back in action now. Good. Yeah. Um, Rock and Roller Coaster consistently has longer wait times than Tower of Terror. Oh, yeah. And I can see that. And, you know, the, the ride height isn't that much for that. I want to say that was my girl's first inverted roller coaster because, uh, you know, the height requirement isn't crazy high compared to some other theme parks you could go to where you, if you want to go on, you know, an inverted roller coaster, the, the ride heights tend to be a little bit more uh, taller than that. Um, but, yeah, they had a great time. I love that one. I love the soundtrack. I was a, you know, heavy metal kid. So, like an Aerosmith was something that I always grew up with. Um, it would be kind of cool if they changed the songs once in a while, but it fits and I think it fits well well um and i think that 
could it use a refurbishment? Yeah, we've talked about it before. What could fit, what won't fit. But um, I like where it is. It's part of my, it's an important part of my Hollywood vacation, you know, Hollywood Studios vacation day uh, to make sure I kind of get that in. That's one of my priority lists that I try and like. And uh, no matter what, even though it's kind of a short ride, it's still a fun ride. Uh, Dan, is this a must-do for you? Absolutely. I, lo- I love Aerosmith. Uh, you know, again, you being the 14-year-old going to see Aerosmith, I think I was a little older when I saw them. 31. Uh, <laughs> But take it easy. Uh, but but again, love this ride. Uh, I am a little disappointed since COVID. They kind of took away the pre-show. They kind of just kind of zoom you through the whole pre-show. But again, you know, I, I love this ride. It's it's similar to a ride that you would see down the street in Orlando with the the, the takeoff uh, with Velocicoaster. It's not quite as fast, but again, it 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 definitely catches you by surprise if you're not aware of it. And again, it's a great ride. Guys, I think maybe a couple of you have some hidden gems that some people don't know about Disney's Sunset Boulevard. Dan, something you want to throw in? Yeah, you know what? I read something on the the two. If he takes mine, I'm really upset. <laughs> <laughs> now, now I hope I hope this is his. God, I hope this is his. There are two stone structures, and I know one of them is like the bathroom over there by Tower of Terror. Uh, it is a recreation. I don't know if anyone knows this, but I, I saw, I read this somewhere. It's a recreation of a two stone gates that were built in 1923 in California for the entrance of what was supposed to be called Hollywood land. And mm. Hollywood land is like a real estate venture back from 1923, where it's, it's basically the birth of the Hollywood sign that you would see in California. So it's kind of cool. If you, and, and there is actually a sign promoting Hollywood Land. If you look at the front of the park, I think it's above, like when you walk in the park to the right where the bathrooms are, there is a sign promoting Hollywood Land. It says the finest property in Southern California. Uh, so that's kind of cool. And then those two stone structures have their own kind of like pseudo promotion, like, uh, you know, their own like pretend real estate venture. It says Sunset Hills 1928 somewhere on that stone structure. And uh, that 1928 date is kind of a throwback to Steamboat Willie when he was when when Steamboat Willie came out. And then back, actually, I think it's like next to Aerosmith uh, and maybe it's behind Fairfax. I can't remember. It's somewhere in that area. There is another billboard. There's an advertisement for that pretend Sunset Hills uh, estate establishment that is like a fake neighborhood that they have. back in Hollywood studio. So I don't know. I thought that was kind of cool. I don't know if Dave, you've ever seen that, but I, I honestly, I've never seen it before. So I can't wait till the next time I get down to uh, Hollywood to check it out. Yeah. There's all sorts of fun, hidden things to look for. I'm familiar with uh, a couple of those um, that you mentioned. However, my favorite uh, pertains to an attraction that we were just talking about and a little bit of a cool insight into it. Uh, from a different perspective, because uh, just as you walk onto Sunset Boulevard, on your immediate right, you've got the Trolley Car Cafe, which is, let's be honest, just Starbucks by a cool name for <laughs> Disney's Hollywood Studios. Um, so you have the Trolley Car Cafe. And as soon as that ends, uh, as you're walking towards um, the Hollywood Tower Hotel, um, you've got um, a little bit of an alcove and um and it's got uh, some seating area there, and then it starts the first of those uh, stores. And in that back area right there in that little alcove, there is another billboard. And I am going, I've downloaded a picture of it, and I'm going to uh, post it in the, uh, the group 
when we get the opportunity, um, uh, when this episode drops, I'm going to post it in the Facebook group so everybody can see what I was talking about. However, I'm going to send it to the the four of you right now, um, which is probably the the coolest thing I've yeah. definitely been sent in this chat. Uh, when that comes through, <laughs> you'll see it's actually a uh, a billboard of the Hollywood Tower Hotel, and um, it's advertising the Hollywood Tower Hotel. And if you zoom in, you can see the completed structure as it should have looked. Um, whereas then, when you step out onto the street, you see the scarred face uh, after the lightning strike has affected the outside of the building. So you actually get two images. Uh, you can stand on Sunset Boulevard and see the Hollywood Tower Hotel twice, once in its originally finished format in the picture, and then uh, the actual building itself. Uh, a cool little advertisement that is right there. Um, sorry, advertisement? Is that right? Yeah, what did you just um, say? What was that word that just came out? You could say advertisement. That's a okay, very... Okay, cool. They're both a word. Excellent. <laughs> Maybe not. Um, and so you can see that um, uh, from right there on Sunset Boulevard. Well, yeah. luckily, uh, this is that's super, super cool. Luckily, this show doesn't have any advertisements. Um, it's just us. Um, so I am uh, absolutely love this, man. That's really, really cool. There you go. 100%. Uh, well, let's move over to the main show and whenever you talk it is the weenie of sunset boulevard dave tower of terror as we enter there it is one of the I, I look to this day when you look at wait times yes rise of resistance is kind of that peak wait time but tower of terror really is that right there with it people want to do this attraction its popularity has stayed and it has been there since 1994 and that really says something that for now, almost 30 years, this attraction still holds its weight with guests every time they enter Hollywood Studios. Yeah, it does. And we've seen where other parks have changed uh, the theming of it. And uh, we've managed to keep that original theme there, which really speaks volumes about um, the attraction itself and how that attraction was done differently to how they then uh, had to do it in other locations, um, given that they didn't have the space to be able to uh, fully create the uh, Tower of Terror fifth dimension uh, in the same way that they do here in Disney's Hollywood Studios in other places. So we've seen it start to uh, change. We've now got um, uh, Mission Breakout uh, mm -hmm. in the same type over in Disneyland. And then Disneyland Paris, I believe, have also uh, changed the theming yep. of theirs. I don't know what it's to. I haven't been there. But um, I, I was aware that they were changing those, but we were keeping ours. So um, it definitely has stood the test of time, as you said. Disneyland Paris is how to make a baguette. So you go up, and then they're doing the flour, and you come back down, the eggs, they're bringing them together. Please, please do not think that this is <laughs> accurate information. Facts are optional on DDP today, all right? Uh <laughs> Um, really quickly, as we close up, head into the, uh, one of our favorite things every week. Uh, Dan, you know, for me, Tower of Terror just it is such an important attraction to Sunset Boulevard. It is the f is this the number one photo spot, Dan, for families now that the hat's gone? I don't think the Chinese theater pulls its weight as a weenie in the park. Yes, it's fun to get a picture in front of Millennium Falcon, but um, I think every family gets a picture in front of Tower of Terror. Yeah, I think this is the spot we always go to. Um, 
I love this ride. I think this is still one of my favorite rides to go on in all of Disney. Uh, I cannot get Jen to go on this ride. Um, the funny thing about it, I, I love the pictures on this ride just because, uh, I think over like 2017, 2018, when we had an annual pass, we, we were probably on this ride 14 or 15 times. And if in, when we looked back on it and I'm really not that big of a guy, I'm, I'm under six feet. And so I'm not like, I'm not huge. And every time we looked at these pictures, you know, I'm standing there with my arms up and I am blocking like two or three faces. So I'm like ruining entire family's pictures on this ride. And, you know, I, I guess I feel bad, but it's kind of funny at the same time that I have all these pictures of me with my arms up <laughs> and I'm completely blocking out faces. So, I mean, I, I kind of feel bad, but again, I, I love this ride. I, I don't really ever you want it to change. You sound like you feel bad. No, not at all. You, you're, you're saying the words, I feel bad. You I'm saying sound it. sound like you feel yeah. bad. Somewhere, I'm just kind of saying it so I can say it. <laughs> somewhere in Kansas right now, there is a little little boy who... Is he, crying. All he wanted was his picture on Tower of Terror. And <laughs> oh, Dan's hand went over his face. So now every time he takes a picture, he puts his own <laughs> hand over his face. And just that's the only way he'll he says, he says Mom, why 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 This is the way the world sees see me, me, Mom. This is the uh, way the world sees me. <laughs> uh Dan Rossi ruining vacations in Disney World. Vacations in young children's like, lives. There it is. Uh, yeah. Terrible. Let's see how well, you do you know, now, Mike. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, you know what's not ruined? Our DDP pictures. We have an amazing DDP family that posts some amazing pictures on our DDP Facebook page. And if you have some great pictures, post them on that page. And it brings me to my favorite thing every week. And that's pictures without hands in front of their face. <laughs> DDP Picks of the Week. Picks of the Week. Picks of the Week. It's time for it's us time to for get us our Picks of the Week. All right, fellas, you know how much I love Picks of the Week. It's my favorite thing every week. And uh, Dan, what's your pick of the week? My pick of the week is going to go to Kat Letts. Uh, she was looking through some old photos uh, from a trip back in 2019. Katty and I always have the best ride photos. We were just making fun of my ride photos over at uh, Tower of Terror. So she says 179 days till her next trip. These are some funny pictures. Uh, <laughs> looks like they were having a good time. So uh, that's definitely my pick of the week, Kat Letts. Very cool. Great pick. Justin, what's your pick of the week? Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, mine is going to someone who's keeping it Disney in their hometown, and that is Lindsay Ray. She's actually with uh, Tara McCauley, who we love. Tara uh, had an amazing vacation, and I had the pleasure of planning their vacation not too long ago. Um, the cool part is they actually went and saw Bluey. And I got to say, this is the one thing, if I'm going to say Dave ever taught me anything, he taught me to love Bluey. And it is something that I actually caught myself. Ryan and I were watching it. She left the room. And I still watched another half hour because it was that good. I mean, I feel like I need to be writing down things. You know what I mean? That like the dad says, so that way I can use them too. Because you're like, it's he's the perfect father, you know. And here I'm just, you know, I'm trying to be you. But they went. They said he's only. I saw a meme that said he's only the perfect father for seven minutes. So if you can do it for seven <laughs> minutes a day, you're doing great. That's really good. I like that. Uh, yeah, she fun. said, keeping it Disney Day at Bluey's Big Play. I think I enjoyed it as much as the girls did. Um, here come the grannies. Hashtag. Uh, I, you, you absolutely crushed it. I love the pictures. And, uh, of course, you bought some merch while you are there and had so much fun. Lindsay, you're a bright light in the DDP Today community. Thank you so much for posting. Very cool. Uh, Dave, what's your pick of the week? 
Hey, um, mine's just a really quick shout out to uh, people getting together. It's one of the beautiful parts of the DDP Today family, uh, the way they get together um, to have some fun, to uh, catch up, and the friendships that have been built out of this uh, collection of people that have come together uh, is just wonderful. And so I'm going to give a shout out to... Um, uh, to the Ramey family, uh, who were recently in town and I think they caught up with Rick Reagan, um, and, uh, had some fun, um, at a place where both Dan and I also caught up, uh, rather than going to Fantasmic, uh, we went to the Enchanted Rose and just a really, uh, it's starting to become a, a meeting location for DDP apparently. So, uh, Enchanted Rose at, uh, Disney's Grand Floridian, resort and um, a quick catch up and a wonderful photo of some people getting together. Very cool. Joe, what's your pick of the week? Well, after the night I had when my devil's got the <laughs> crap kicked out of my Rangers, <laughs> no. Mike, uh, I'm a, I, need, I think I need a drink. So I'm, I'm going to pick uh, Nick Del Vecchio. He had a, posted a photo of a, a bottle of Knob Creek, uh, small, a single barrel uh, select bourbon. And it was over at uh, Old Key West, a beautiful photo. You can see it's like along the edge of the golf course. It's partly cloudy, beautiful Central Florida day. And uh, I told my totally approved of this photo. And uh, Mike, you just pointed out something new. We are always learning something here on a podcast. Do you want to explain to everybody about this specific bottle? I think it's actually a, a pretty cool uh, a pretty cool uh, detail. Yeah, one of the cool things about those bottles, and I'm trying to get my hands on one of them, uh, on the bottom of the bottle, it says that it's specifically made for Disney Parks and Recreation. So it's the Knob Creek blend that they make for the actual theme parks and, and residents. Theme park and uh, recreational kind of thing. So uh, you're not going to buy. You're not going to be able to buy that bottle at one of the, at a you know particular liquor store. You have to buy it at a resort or if you see them on the back shelf of the bars when you go to the restaurants and the and the uh, and, and some of that kind of stuff. You'll see them back there and it'll have that little indication on the bottom of the bottle saying it's specifically made for the Disney Company, which is a super cool souvenir. Even when you're done with it, with it, um, I don't know if the, I'd like to have a taste test to see if there's much of. Um, you know, much of a difference between the two, but uh, I definitely want to get my hand on one of those bottles sooner or later. So uh, I'm always on the lookout for it. It's, I've, I've looked for it, but I can't find it. So definitely cool. Very good idea for my pick of the week as well, too. But my pick of the week is going to go to Bridget Williamson. Um, she was down with some teenagers doing spring break. She had some great ride photos. Surprisingly hard to get a decent pick of all of them. Best is the one I took from the back of Big Thunder Mountain when they were all seated behind me. So very cool pick. Bridget, you have my pick of the week. So, hey, real quick, it. do I have to ask at, at any particular lounge if they sell an entire bottle? How does that work? I know. Well, I know the gift shops have sold them before because I know that um, Saratoga Springs was selling them. Then I went over there to pick one up and they had just sold out of them. So sometimes they actually have them in the gift shops. Um, a couple of the uh, moderate resorts had them uh, in the gift shops. And then I think they get them in a limited edition. They get a few at a time. They sell them out and that's the end of it. Um, I do know that if you finish the bottle, if you're at one of them, you can ask to get the bottle. Or if you get the last drink out of the bottle, they will. Uh, some bartenders there will accommodate with you. Sure. Um, depending upon where you are. I mean, obviously, you know, if you're in, if you're in a theme park, they're probably not going to give you a glass bottle to walk around with but um i do know that if you're at a particular lounge um if you're getting that last drink they might uh gift you with the bottle so to speak but haven't gotten one yet and it's definitely on my list very cool 
Fantastic. Well, uh, I tell you what, we've enjoyed this new segment of Walk Down. Something we're venturing into, something we're trying out, and uh, we'll be excited to see where this goes in the future with future episodes around Disney property or around even the resorts that we can go and just do a walk uh, down and take you around Walt Disney property. The cool part is when some of us are down there, we'll do that live. We do have the technology and the equipment to be able to do that. So we'll be able to do that and bring that to you to where you can hear the sounds and everything of those amazing places. But I was really excited to see all five of you tonight. Uh, DDP family, uh, asking a couple things of you. Right now, if you have not done it, go over and join the DDP today. Disneyland Family Vacation Facebook page. It is live, up, and running. Um, You can go over and join that. Look, even if you are just even thinking about joining us July 13th through the 17th of this year for the DDP today uh, Disneyland Vacation, Go over and join because that's where all the information is going to be. That's where we're going to share pictures, stories, all the great memories that we're going to create that will last a lifetime. It's going to be over on that Facebook page. I've got to why I have Dan here for a split second. Uh, We talk about one of our sister shows, Universal Unleashed. Uh, Universal Unleashed has announced our year two Universal Unleashed Nights of Fear 2023 uh, that is coming out. Dan, those dates are are out, and we are really looking forward to that. Uh, Mid-September, what are the dates for that off the top of your head? Uh, well, it's it's the 14th through the 17th. I'm actually getting in town on the 12th just because I want to spend some time down there. I, I, I know last year we had a great time, so I want to do two nights of HH10 this year. Uh, but yeah, like our, our, our basically our nights of fear nights are the 14th and the 15th, and then the 16th is like a, a day at Universal. So yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. I actually booked a couple of trips today for some of our listeners. So um, I'm super excited. Cannot wait. And it's going to be a great time. Yep, Universal Unleashed, Nights of Fear is so much fun. Get a hold of a show at awaywithmetravel.com, and we will get you booked today. Got to book through the uh, through the uh, show at Away With Me Travel to get to be a part of that for all the extras and good stuff we do over there. Um, so much fun. That is an event that is 18 and over, though. So if you want to get away from your children and you want to come hang out with us and do some scary stuff and laugh a lot, maybe have a few beverages, come down, hang out with us over there with Universal Unleashed. Yeah, also, go check out the you, podcast. Like if you... Want to get away from your children and watch a couple of other people act like act yeah, children. children? Yeah, yes. exactly. Exactly. Got yeah. You know, yeah. Every, every we got to get Joe out this year. Everyone else here has done. Uh, I was there last year, huh? You were there last year, Joe. No, Mike, have you done HHN with me? Oh my God! Of course we did. Yeah, you have. How much okay. did he have? Multiple remember, years. <laughs> Multiple years. Do not years. remember the, wow. the pizza party at I two o'clock in the morning? The pizza party. Okay, never mind. And we did it with Jay. That's what we did with Jay. That's right. We did do HHN. That's right. I don't know what's up from down left. If you want a good laugh during HHN, come down with us and then just stand in behind me and watch me go through these haunted houses. That's that's it. That's it. Well, I'm excited. Hopefully, all five of us will be there this year together. Come down, hang out with all the hosts of DDP today, the hosts of Universal Unleashed everyone else uh, a lot of other personalities from the DDP family I'm excited to do that Uh, but last but not least this past week was Marathon Weekend Registration. DDP Today Sorcerer's Running Family got together. We got online. We registered for uh, Marathon Weekend. I do want to chat just for a second about it because, Joe, you are registered for the half. Dan, you're registered for the half. Dave, you're registered for the full. I'm registered for the half. Um, so we're <laughs> ready to not. rock and roll. We are going to have an absolute um, blast. Hold on, Dave. Let me can finish. I give an absolute a- blast? It's going to be so much fun. We're going to, once again, pick a charity. We're going to be raising money for a local charity there to where we can uh, do something special for somebody and then go out there. Right now at this time, there are over 30 runners registered from the DDP Today Sorcerers Running Family. That is um, so huge. To be down there. So very, very cool. 
Um, a big shout out and thanks to Donnie Hebert um, got online on my behalf um, and booked me to run a 5k because <laughs> I was uh, flying back. I think I was in an airport when it was all going down um, and or I might have even been on the plane. Um, but yeah, I truly appreciate uh, him helping out with that so that I get an opportunity to be part of it. Thank you. Yep. Uh, Katie, Riley and I are all running the 5k too. So uh, it'll be fun. Riley can carry you across the last two miles so it'll be it'll be good dude i'm gonna run a 5k and then go to work okay well, first my off, plan it's that three day, miles right? let's calm down okay you've got yeah, but i walk i walk 10 miles yeah. every day at work <laughs> you'll be fine uh it'll be well, fine guys let's close this up let's head over to patron patron this this is some of my favorite patron episodes because it is a catching up with everybody uh we've all kind of been our separate ways the last uh like two months or so first episode we've had all five of us on and so we're just going to catch up on what's been going on in our lives and chat about disney in general uh so stick around for that patron family coming up but let's close this one up always fun to go down sunset boulevard lots of food lots of drinks lots of shopping lots of attractions and lots of great stage shows to check out right there on sunset boulevard so thank you for taking a walk down sunset boulevard with us i'm gonna start with joe closing words brother yeah man i got some homework to do beauty and the beast gotta hit it up next time i'm on sunset boulevard so i will make it my business to see that show so i will not embarrass myself the next time we talk about sunset boulevard however I'm excited. I'm completely booked for the Disneyland trip. I will have to get with you guys to get my uh, the Halloween Horror Nights uh, booked for uh, September. That should be a lot of fun. I uh, had a great res- a uh, great split stays recording today with Tim Scott from ResortLoop.com, talking a little bit of Disney Resort news and uh, discussing Disney's contemporary resorts. So I should be out with the next week or two, Justin, which will be great. And uh, yeah, it was great to be on the show with you guys here. And uh, Patreon standby, you guys. Yep. Are on if you've not checked out Split Stays, that episode will be coming out very, very shortly. So make sure to check that out. Also, make sure to check out DDP Today News with Cat Dupree, uh, newest episode with Kevin Kessler from Two Men in the Mouse, uh, our newest uh, addition to YDF Media over there. So super, super fun. Uh, Mike, dude, closing words. Uh, listen, always a great time when we get the whole group together. I'm glad. I'm, I'm excited for Patreon tonight to catch up with everybody. Uh, you know, Hollywood Studios, one of my favorite places to go when I'm on vacation. Uh, even more so at all of the uh, Galaxy's Edge expansion. But uh, a lot of fond memories on Sunset Boulevard and a lot more to come. So I'm looking forward to Patreon tonight with all of you fellas. Love it. Dan? Uh, no, great show. Love me some Hollywood Studios. Uh, I am... I'm I'm a little scared coming into this half marathon because I used to be a huge runner. I don't run anymore. So me running a half marathon is going to be a bit of a challenge. I think I, I'll be able to do it anyway, but uh, I, I'm, I'm going to have to train a little bit. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, looking forward to, to uh, Patron and uh, talking to Joe a little bit. I, I didn't know Joe was like so... He was he was the sports guy that was you know so intense with the NHL playoffs and his and his Devils going down tonight. So uh, we're gonna have a good time tonight. Uh, <laughs> well, the good part, Dan, is Mike's gonna be down there, and you guys should do like the old school, um, uh, uh, you know, like uh, WWF wrestlers back in the day where you tag team in halfway through the marathon, half marathon. You know what I mean? Like, uh, that was a bar, the, the beefcake, uh, Brutus the barber. <laughs> yeah. That's the one, you know, you guys can do that. So it'll, it'll work out well. Uh, Dave closing words, man. Hey, always fun to get together and have a chat, particularly when we're all here. So, um, wonderful to talk about something fun and, uh, explore, um, a different way of doing a DDP Today episode with a walk down one of our famous streets of Walt Disney World. I loved it. 
Love it. Uh, DDP family, have an amazing week. Spend some cheer. Make someone smile. Smile yourself. And until next time, we will see you real soon. Have a good night, everybody. Have a good night. Have a good night. Cheers. See you guys. On behalf of the Disney dads, we want to say thank you. We hope you find a little magic in your life every day. Spread some Disney love and keep moving forward. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us. And when we're brave enough to listen and bold enough to pursue, that dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic within. Ready to begin. And that is a wrap. This has been YDF Media Productions.